Hello there, and welcome to the Marketing SOS Show. I'm your host, Eric E. And on the Marketing SOS Show, each and every episode, I take questions from someone like you, a listener of the show, who has encountered a problem in the realms of marketing or business. Maybe it's an issue, maybe it's a small question, but they need some help, they need some advice, and that's what I'm here for, is to give whatever advice or answer whatever questions I can to make your work and your, your life easier. And so on today's show, we have a question from Daryl, who's having issues with his company around the approval process, getting content approved internally for distribution on social media and other platforms like that. Now, just like on the last episode, everyone is busy. And approval processes can take forever and really limit things. It can produce a lot of back and forth that impacts the time it takes for you to get to market with your message. So let's hear a little more from Daryl, and we'll tackle this problem just after this. So Daryl writes, Hi Eric, I work for a small size ETF, exchange traded funds, similar to mutual funds, distributor in their marketing department. All the content I create, Twitter posts, LinkedIn posts, Google ads, LinkedIn ads, has to be reviewed by FINRA for compliance before we publish it. Side note, uh, FINRA, F-I-N-R-A, stands for the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority. I'm looking for advice on how to create good, engaging marketing content while still abiding by these strict compliance guidelines. When we create content that promotes one of our ETFs, we can't say something that could get us sued. For example, this ETF provides downside risk management. Instead, we have to say, this ETF aims to provide downside risk management. So it comes off as a goal and not as a guarantee, because we can't guarantee any of our funds will absolutely perform well 100% of the time. While I'm still relatively new to the industry, I'm starting to understand that a huge part of marketing is telling people why a product can help solve their issues slash pain points. But if I can't position our products as a solution because it goes against compliance, how can I work around that and still create content that allows us to position ourselves as the solution? Thank you. Well, Daryl, yeah, it's a tough one. Regulatory can always be an obstacle. However, it's also a fantastic opportunity for you to get a little creative. I find sometimes the best solutions I've ever come up with are those that have limitations on them. They allow you to think creatively and not just do the same things over and over that you see deployed at other companies. Now, yes, part of marketing is positioning yourself to address the issues and pain points of customers. However, there are other tactics and other ways to position your company and your solutions when you can't just directly do it or directly speak to customers. Now, I realize you think this is a unique situation. There are lots of other companies that have regulations that must be adhered to. But yeah, financial is definitely a strict one. Now, even at companies that don't have uh, specific regulations to follow, there are usually always review processes that are fairly standard within many companies, whether they're within the marketing department or whether things need to be ran up and down the flagpole. You need to balance outright stating why your company is the solution to a customer's problem and leading them to that conclusion on their own. Without directly stating guaranteed benefits, you can create content that positions yourself and your company as thought leaders, experts, and the go-to source for these solutions. 
So you can't say our ETF will grow your business, but you can produce lots of content outlining ETF strategies, analysis of ETF trends, and moves in the ETF space over the past year. Deliver this content for free to your audiences, perhaps as a lead magnet if that works for your business, or for free on social media, or on your blog, or in content and trade publications. Seeing your name associated with this type of content over and over across many touch points will result in customers thinking of your company first when they are faced with problems and looking for related solutions. Speak and build audiences around ETFs in general. You don't have to specifically state the specific details of your funds or solutions. Yes, customers should be able to find these things if they look deep enough, but you can allude to them or at least position yourselves in ways that make people think that you that your company is going to have the solution no matter what they need. So get out there, produce content relating to ETFs, things like how traditionally investing in ETF has produced better results in the long term for individual investors, for group funds, etc. Speak on podcasts, speak on stages, get your content across all those platforms we talked about earlier. Distribute it wherever you can with your name, and that way everyone associates your company with being the solution to their ETF problems, or will go to your website when they need more information or they have a problem or a question with ETFs. There's all you can do here, Daryl. Just avoid declarative statements and really look across industries, not just financial industries, and see what other people are doing in terms of the tactics, the strategy, and the messaging. And maybe you'll get inspired and bring some of those things back to your company. Daryl, thanks for writing in, and thanks for that question. Regulatory compliance is always a pain in the butt. However, it's not a showstopper. There's lots of companies that do it successfully. There's lots of industries that still allow you to be creative while dealing with regulations. So it's all a matter of looking at how you're going to do it. Now, perhaps maybe you can't do specific messaging, but what about imagery? What other tactics can you take? What other things can you change to give readers the impression or viewers the impression that you're fixing those issues and pain points that you so brought up at the start of your question. Now, like I mentioned, being put in a, being put in a box with limitations can produce some fantastically creative results. So for those other listening that don't have these regulations, look for your box. What is limiting you? Is it your budget? Is it your time? Look at these constraints as a blessing, allowing you to figure out a new way or a new creative way to approach problems and find novel solutions. Now, not likely easier said than done, but it's still a valuable takeaway that you should try to address. So Daryl, thank you so much for your question. And for everyone else out there listening, thank you so much for listening. If you have some time, I would love a ratings and review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. It truly helps to grow the show. And if you yourself have a question that you want me to help you with, the email is eric at marketingsos.ca. I'd be more than happy to help you with any marketing or business question that you do have. So until next time, thanks for writing in. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk again soon.